The witness is this, that God gave us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. He who has the Son has life. He who does not have the Son does not have that life. Welcome to In the Bullpen, Up and Ready, a ministry of developing contenders. The call has come. You need to get up and ready now. And look who's coming up. High fly ball into right field. She is gone. John's first epistle is a very encouraging and pastoral letter written with the goal of faithful readers being filled with joy and assurance in their standing as the children of God. He concludes his letter by declaring that due to the true testimony of the one true God, especially as it concerns the Son of God, a true testimony that is both external and internal, due to that, we are able to know certain things with absolute and complete confidence. Hear now God's word revealed, inspired, inerrant, and infallible, in 1 John chapter 5, verses 13 through 21. These things I have written to you who believe in the name of the Son of God, so that you may know that you have eternal life. And this is the confidence which we have before him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us in whatever we ask, we know that we have the requests which we have asked from him. If anyone sees his brother committing a sin not leading to death, he shall ask, and God will for him give life to those who commit sin not leading to death. There is a sin leading to death. I do not say that he should make request for this. All unrighteousness is sin, and there is a sin not leading to death. We know that no one who has been born of God sins. But he who was begotten of God keeps him, and the evil one does not touch him. We know that we are of God, and that the whole world lies in the power of the evil one. And we know that the Son of God has come, and has given us understanding, so that we may know him who is true, and we are in him who is true, in his Son Jesus Christ. This is the true God and eternal life. Little children, guard yourselves from idols. The first verse of our text gives the very purpose for which John wrote this letter. He wanted those who believe in Christ to have assurance that in Christ is eternal life. He wants every believer to know that you have eternal life. The Apostle also wants us to know that our prayers are heard by God. He writes that we know that we are being sanctified and kept by God. The practice and the pattern of those who are saved is one of loving obedience to God's commandments. We are called out of and separate from the world. And as children of God, the evil one cannot touch us. Verse 20 essentially repeats verse 13. We know that in the Son of God we have eternal life. All who are abiding and resting in Christ Jesus know Him 
and are saved by him. The final verse of our text, and that which closes out the epistle of 1 John, is an exhortation. As the little or dear dear children of God, we must guard ourselves from idols. Considering what John has written in this letter, we are warned about the love of the world, false views about the person and work of Christ, and not believing God's word. In other words, we're warned about anything and everything opposed to Yahweh's testimony in his word, both as we have it in the Holy Scriptures and the incarnate word, the Lord Jesus Christ. In the written and incarnate word of God, we, followers of King Jesus, are assured that we are loved eternally and immutably. Get your eyes up, fixed on Jesus, the author and perfecter of faith, and be ready to deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow him.